Welcome back to United We Nerd Podcast. Joel. Ryan. Have you ever had the feeling that you were in a safe space because a foreign entity was gone and everything was right with the world? Oh, I know what you're going with. I was like, what are you talking about? Oh. And then slowly. I not laugh. I not laugh. Slowly in the night. I, I don't want to say, like, I knew the entity was coming back, but I just want to say there was major success while the entity was gone. And I knew this guy could have unhooked himself. And just like but... it never happened. <laughs> Find this way back in. Second. Oh man, yo. So oh, okay. <laughs> I know we're kind of breaking format. Um, by the way, uh, hello. I'm. This is I'm Brian. And that's Joel. Um, Brian to... is very upset. I am He's very upset. I shouldn't laugh, but it's like so. Come on, man. come on, man. Like so, I was saying on Tesla, come on, man. I would talk about this a lot. So before I get to that, I just want to let everybody know that's listening and watching. Uh, welcome to United Nerd Podcast, where uh, a bunch of nerds just sit around and talk about really nerdy shit along with you. If you're with us live on twitch.tv forward slash United We Nerd, where you can be in the Twitch chat you can join in the conversation and ask questions during the podcast and of course if you can't watch it live you can on youtube.com forward slash at united we nerd or on podcast services wherever you like to listen to your podcast um so with that out of the way what's up everybody joel i couldn't <laughs> I couldn't make this shit up. Holy fuck. So, for those of you that don't follow wrestling, uh, this past weekend was WrestleMania. The biggest the biggest WWE show of the year. The WWE Super Bowl, uh, World Series, what have you. Um, and it was great. It was fun. Uh, a lot of cool moments. A lot of uh, weird moments. Um... Marcelo couldn't be here today. He's still uh, doing his fatherly duties, but um, he was texting me throughout the weekend. Uh, he was watching it at his homestead. Uh, so I'm sure we can get him to talk about when it, when he gets back on the podcast. Uh, but had a good time. It was pretty much all I did this weekend was just watch WrestleMania. Had a fun time. Um, the biggest match of the night was Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes. This has been built up for the past three months. Really big build up. Thought Cody was going to win, but a little skirted a little by Roman Reigns retained his uh, undisputed championships. <laughs> a lot of people on the internet got really mad about it, understandably, but hey, that's wrestling. Um... But, so for, I guess, to kind of fill you guys in, if you know anything about WWE, you probably know the name Vince McMahon. He's the, he was the oh, owner, yeah. I oh. should say. Been around for a long time. Um, he had to leave the company uh, summer of last year because of scandals that uh, are pretty fucked up. 
um, a lot of workplace shenanigans to to put it lightly uh, even though it's not a light situation um, and since then everything has actually been going on the up and up because we got Triple H in charge he's been running creative for the past nine months or so it's been really good the show the shows have been getting better people the interest has been gaining back and it's been you know really good and so this past weekend was his first shot at doing the creative for WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And there's some there's some really good stuff. There are some things that didn't work out too well, but you know, give or take, what have you. But on Sunday, there have been rumblings that WWE found a company to purchase them. Because that's what they, that's what, that's what they've been trying to do. They've been trying to sell, you know, trying to sell the company, um, create, increase its worth. And the company that they eventually got sold to was a company called Endeavor, which if you don't know what that is, is the company that owns the UFC. So they were kind of really into like the the sports, combat sports and entertainment and shit like that. Uh, So Monday comes around. WrestleMania is done. Everybody is waiting to see what happens next. And the uh, they made it official. Endeavor is now. So it's kind of weird, Joel, because they're technically not buying the WWE, they're integrating it. Interesting. So, from what I what, from what I read up, what the the difference is is that they're not buying it, but they are making an agreement that WWE is going to integrate with the UFC and create a new company that okay. will that will hold the WWE and the UFC together. So they're creating a whole new entity that's going to kind of holster both companies together, right? Of UFC? UFW? <laughs> I mean they're they're gonna UF. be they're gonna be separate, but they're gonna be in one governing body, in a sense. Um that's all well and good. What got everybody on the internet freaking out is because the basically the head of Endeavor along with Vince McMahon did an interview um, that morning, basically talking about the whole transaction and whatnot. And they asked Vince, "Is like, well, Vince, um, you know, you really, you really had, were in the weeds, you know, for the longest time. Are you, are you going to be doing anything with creative? And it's like, well, I'll I'll be in charge of creative in a high like for lack of a better um, better word a higher capacity on a higher level, but not in the weeds. That's the first warning. <laughs> um, ooh, okay. So Monday Night Raw comes around, all right, and. It's the Raw after Mania. It's supposed to be the biggest Raw of the year. You know, you got fans from all over the world that are staying 
throughout WrestleMania weekend. They'll go to Raw. It's, it's supposed to be like the the start of a new season. You know, it's it's like the brand new year of wrestling. So there's going to be surprises. There's going to be, you know, uh, debuts. There's going to be returns. There's going to be new matchups and new stories that can begin or stories that continue on from WrestleMania. We got fucking nothing. <laughs> the only thing that we got was yeah. like. Like Brock Lesnar attacking Cody Rhodes thinking that he was supposed to be a tag team partner or something like that. It was really weird. Um, the first hour was commercial free. There was like, there was like three minutes of uh, worth of match. There was like one ish match within an hour. Joel, I took you to a Monday night raw. It was dope. too. It's fun. It's a three, it's a three hour show. There was five matches in a three-hour show. The longest match was 12 minutes and 55 seconds. What the hell? The shortest match was under a minute. What? What? So, and here's the kicker. The women weren't even around until the last hour of the show. Not even like their champion. Not even the Raw champion, Bianca Belair, who successfully retained her title at WrestleMania, appeared on the show until the third hour. You did not see one woman, like, you didn't see one woman wrestler. You saw a woman interviewer beforehand, but not until the third hour. Which is kind of weird. That's not something we usually see on TV. And so people online are starting to like, you know, speculate. It's like, what's going on? This, why does this, you know, show feel so like flat and like unexciting? And like you could tell from the crowd, the crowd is starting to get like, you know, there's moments where like the crowd gets excited, but like they're not to the excitement that you usually see on a Raw after Mania. Mm -hmm. It's like, People are like pointing out, it's like, oh, wait, this, this feels like, like they're starting to see the McMahonisms pointing <laughs> out that that's a term, McMahonisms. Oh no. And McMahonisms. As you know, the show goes on, comes to find out that apparently Vince McMahon Decided to take and take charge of creative that night, and only pump out five matches. Come on, Vince, hit oh. your head or something. Joel, let me tell you about Vince's style. Right. I didn't know it was that bad. Jesus um, Christ! Jameson in the five chat. Matches in three hours. Jameson in the chat. Thank you for the hundred bits. Um, Hell yeah, bitties! Jameson says, "I know this is." Probably wrong to say, but I can't help but imagine hearing Jim Ross say, "My God Almighty, he's back! Vince McMahon is back!" Oh, uh, you Triple know. H, you're fine. So, especially in the past few years, though, when Vince was in charge of creative before he left, 
it was like a very common occurrence that at every show um creative would pitch ideas to vince and then he would decide to change a lot of things to the point where scripts were being torn up and redone t-minus one hour from show start like as as audience members are entering the arena scripts are being ripped and rewritten for that show that's going to be live that night sort of either have a dash or is this come on that that was the norm but then oh, of course God. when he left and triple h took over things started getting more planned out further ahead so there's to be sometimes when things get changed you know that's wrestling but for the most part everything we thought out better like not the best but better it probably flowed better it probably so, seemed better it probably just was better what happened Last night, scripts were being ripped up two hours before the show, and things got changed a lot. And apparently, there was supposed to be a lot of cool stuff that happened last night, but it got changed because Vince wanted to change it. And boy, um, yeah. It's really kind of sad because we had, like, WrestleMania was this weekend. Like, everybody was having fun, having a good time. And then the stuff with Endeavor started to come out. You know, we didn't have a lot of information, and then more information started coming out, and the deal was official. And then Raw comes around, everything was starting to like, feel weird. It's like, wait, this is not how it's supposed to be. And Vince is back. In less than a year, Vince is back, and I don't know why he's back, and who knows how long he's fucking going to be back yeah, for. 77-year-old fucking man trying to... He knows he's gonna die if he doesn't work. He's one of those probably. Like, oh he's no, literally Vince, Vince is gonna be the guy that like literally dies at Gorilla, fucking with the headset on, and nobody's gonna know. Oh my god! Here's the most egregious thing that happened last night. Now I know I'm talking about this a lot, but I'm just getting this off my chest. Um, Javis said this is speculation. But do you think the women didn't show up until the last hour because the women were probably boycotting Vince's return? Apparently, this is this isn't official. A lot of people, a lot of the talent were very mad that he was there. Add <laughs> that thought, Jameson, actually, as soon as Brian told me. I was thinking that for a second. Because the thing was, a lot of reports were like Vince created like a very like unstable like work environment. Based off of like how he ran things, and a lot of people were unhappy. And when he left, like morale instantly improved. And so, watching last night and like kind of like going back, like in thinking retrospectively, you could like see some people's faces and you can tell they were not happy. Mm-hmm. Like they weren't boy, like they weren't boycotting uh, Jameson. Um, Literally, their segments weren't written until the last hour of the show. And apparently, the the rumor was, one of the original plans is that they were going to have like a triple threat tournament for the number one contender for the title, and they scrapped that. So they were going to have a bunch of matches that featured a lot of the women, and that got all scrapped. A lot of people were there that were going to show up on the show, and then got... The ideas got scrapped so they weren't on the show. 
Um, one of the most egregious things that uh, kind of tipped me over the edge was um, that's a very, very popular wrestler, Seth Rollins. You know, everybody loves him. Everybody loves to chant his music. Him coming out in his, his fucking very extravagant clothing, you know, strutting and doing his thing. Right. He does that. And it goes to commercial. And it's like, all right, we're going to have a Seth Rollins segment. At least, you know, Seth Rollins is always good at what he does. You know, at least we'll have a little bit of fun. Come back to commercial and he's walking up the ramp leaving. He walked out pre-commercial. Commercial come, come back. He's walking away. And so I was, I was, um, I was watching a, um, a live stream uh, reaction from the Going Raw podcast, and everybody, we all just did a collective "What the fuck?" <laughs> so, what happened? Apparently, is that during commercial, a producer pulled Seth Rollins aside while he was in the ring, and there's actual fan footage. Fans at the event took footage and posted it on TikTok and shit that the plan changed and when he comes back to commercial he leaves so they literally canceled the segment during the show while he was already out there and he didn't do anything what the hell what is going on that's so fucking McManisms. McManism. Uh, that's that. That's all you can say. They're McManisms. You know. Um, and it's, hey, Brian, I got a question for you. Yes. Do they pay? Do they pay them on like a salary, or is it by like like oh, the date? Like, do they get like a lump sum for every appearance they make? Because I'm not familiar with, with that. Is it, is it like a him being like, I'm not going to pay them if they don't show up, or what? What's the thought behind that? So you know. From, from they get the, paid, they get paid. <laughs> they get how much is a different story. Um, from what I understand, it's a they have a contract, and that contract they get guaranteed a, a certain amount of money, and usually that pertains to you get this certain amount of money, and you're contractually obligated to do. X amount of appearances, you know, whether it's on TV, pay-per-views, live events, you know, whatever. So everybody does get paid. Some people honestly should probably be getting paid more than they actually are, especially because they're, um, they're contractors with, deals that lock them down which makes it kind of like the opposite of being a like contract worker so it's it's a really strange mess and you know that's i wouldn't be i wouldn't be uh truthful if i said i wasn't kind of like in the mud a little bit today like just drowning in all the information that's been coming out and it's just disappointing, dude, because, like, you know, you know how big of a wrestling fan I am. And, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. ever since, like, you know, stuff started, uh, stuff started turning around, you know, I was, like, really getting back into it. Because for a while, I wasn't, like, watching every week. 
you know, I, I listen to like podcasts and shit or like watch like uh, highlight clips of like the cool stuff that happens because a lot of the stuff was like fucking whacking not interesting because you know you know Listen, y'all i want to let you know we're probably going to talk about the D movie brian said like it's wrestlemania weekend and we know we respected that it's like that's his thing and he usually does lately you know he'll say once like oh i got a wrestling thing but he's like no it's wrestlemania I'm like all right bro your time it was hype but like, i was it, it was something to look forward to and it's like yeah, yeah. after coming off of this weekend and being so deflated after last night it's just like dude you know what the fuck like i understand like you know you want to sell your company and shit like that but it's like dude like look at the ratings the ratings obviously went up when you left you know i don't <laughs> care what kind of deal you made with endeavor don't fucking walk walk to gorilla and just be like i'm gonna run I'm gonna run the show, damn it. I sold this company and I'm gonna do what I want. Ugh. So I wanna say what's egregious is that mustache. If you haven't seen oh, Vince bruh. McMahon's mustache, do you have it ready to go, Brian? I was gonna just no, show but I will look it. I will look it up right now. So there's an M Bison one. I think Marcelo shared it with us. But here, really quick for those on Twitch, someone did like a, a Photoshop of him with that Bison. He looks was like, what the fuck is this look? Anyways, more McMahonisms, but uh, uh, yeah. I'm trying to find. Uh, I'm trying to find like. A more recent one. And then you told me earlier, he's like, he looks like Gomez Adams. And I was like, don't do that to Gomez Adams. He it's fucking does, dude. Okay, uh, I, found, I found a news article here. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Here we go. What a, what a time. <laughs> Look at this shit, dude. <laughs> uh, like, look at this man. That is obviously... A die job, but like he has this weird ass mustache, makes zero <laughs> sense. For those of you yeah, that are listening, for those of you that are listening right now to the podcast, uh, just imagine a seventy-seven-year-old Vince McMahon, who literal months ago looked like fucking this, gray <laughs> hair, like clean face. And as of like yesterday, you know, obviously he dyed his hair and he's grown a mustache. And it's like, it's like a Gomez, a Gomez Adams mustache, but like bad. I it's like I don't get what's what it's going on here. It looks like like if you were you know looking for someone to trust in prohibition, like everyone would know not to tell him. <laughs> he's gonna rat you he'd, out. He'd be the snitch. Take your stuff. He'd be the he's snitch. Like, like a 30, 20 snitch. <laughs> James said, why does this face look Photoshop? It's so strange. I don't, I don't know if he wanted to like look young for like the sale of WWE or something like that, but it's like, that's just a strange move. He's trying to look like younger than he is. Old. Way oh my god! Whatever. Hey, we should do that when we're seventy-seven, right? Do the Vince McMahon. Get that. Get that just for men, and then fucking yeah, try to sell a wrestling fun. company. I remember Vince McMahon. Oh wait, he's still alive. Oh, he's no. in the machine. He's he have a fucking super life support with that wrestling. Bro, I bet you, if that was an option, he would choose it for real. I'm never gonna let go ever. 
You're afraid. I'm never gonna die. Uh, yeah, but I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know, you know, that was probably a long winded rant, but you know, I've been holding on to that all day. I just need to get it out. Good. I'm get out my frustrations. You, you were really manifesting. It's like, oh, Brian's not feeling good. But Joel, you know, I, I was posting shit this morning on Twitter. It was fucking wild. Yeah. You know, I, I was like waiting for more news to come out. And it, it kind of in a bad way. So <laughs> I had to step away from the internet for a little bit. But, you know, I said my piece. It's all done, you know. Am I going to still watch, you know, SmackDown this week? Probably. I'll see what happens. See what happens next week. You know, hopefully, you know, he couldn't find his way out of L.A., which is understandable. L.A. is fucking shitty traffic. You know. Uh, but yeah. So that 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 was a thing this weekend. But enough of that uh let's uh let's uh you know talk about other things that happened this week joel uh <laughs> sorry i'm doing the bits with <laughs> <Ben Lock. laughs> he's coming and i'm fucking it's stuck in my head oh no sorry what i said for those who couldn't hear uh, doing the vince mcmahon walk he has a very stylized walk when he comes down the ramp if in case you didn't know so imagine anyway. a, just imagine a gorilla wearing a, a three-piece suit with shit in his pants that's what it looks like. A diaper that hasn't been changed in about 20 years. <laughs> what were you going to say before I went but, yeah, the walk? Um, what's, what's, <laughs> been, what's been up with you, Joel? <laughs> um, let's see. Well, I did see the D&D movie this week. Um, How was that? It was a lot of fun. It was, uh, it's basically, for anyone who's played it, it was basically like, you're watching a, an encounter, honestly, or like the, the the story for the day. It was super fun. Definitely had some laugh out loud moments. I don't want to sweat too much in case we see it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, even our buddy Adam, we came out of the woods to see it with us, and it's we had some good laughs talking about it. And uh, yeah, Chris Pine, good. I think everyone did really well. Ensemble, you know, it was just well done. There's a celebrity cameo I didn't expect. I was like, what the fuck? I was oh, like, okay. surprises. Okay. And um. It was fun, and it, it there's yeah some of the gear they use like because when you play Dungeons and Dragons, you sometimes get cool gear or weapons or abilities, and they were creative with some of the items. I think so it was just really cool to see. And of course, they did like you know, there's a bar, there's a paladin, there's like a this tiefling, you know, transformer transforming character. You know, there's a bit of a thief element, but yeah, so it was fun. So. Did they you do generally all of like the... Dungeons and Dragons? It's fun. It, it, I think it's a good watch. Did they do all of the D and D isms? Yeah, I would say it felt like you could tell when they rolled twenties, and you could tell when there were some ones. <laughs> as many ones as twenties. They're definitely do- doing good. Um, there was one moment I was cracking up. I wish. Let's just say there's a malfunction. That's all I could say. Oh, okay. Um, it's very clear if you've seen it. What I mean by the malfunction? I was laughing my ass off. They went there. I was just like, "What the fuck am I?" It's a fun watch. So again, so, if you, you know, if you like adventure or high fantasy or even like that, you could you can enjoy the movie. They could have even made it like Honor Among Thieves. They didn't even have to put Dungeons and Dragons. It was it was pretty. Hmm. 
I think they just, you know, Hasbro had to like slap it on there, you know, get that marketing um, going. Oh yeah, but it honestly just felt like a fun adventure movie, and okay. I wouldn't say it's amazing. I wouldn't say it's terrible. It's definitely um, no. If I compare it to Morbius, yeah, it's fucking the best thing on the planet, but that's Morbius, right? So, if you're interested, check it out. It's fun. So, so I, I, I just wanted to, like, ask you this question, because at least for me, like, watching the trailers, I couldn't get a gist of, like, what the... Like, besides, like, them being just a group of, you know, adventurers, like, any kind of D&D um, party, like, I couldn't tell, like, what the actual, like call to action was i didn't i didn't know like what the story did they make it kind of clear like from the get-go oh, like what they wanted very, to do? yeah it, you could tell it's clear and they even like spice it up a little i'd say oh and okay. since you're saying that the choreography was actually really good they were like they made sure the action was like i wouldn't say clean but it was like wow fun believable and um just just like it really felt like way I said it to one of our friends was like, it feels like, like this is what your character, you want your character to do. And they brought it to life, like with the creativity mm. at least. So. Okay, cool. Cool. All right. Uh, I'll, have to, I'll have to take a look at that. Uh, that and the end John Wick four. I need to, I need to kind of catch up on some movies. Oh yeah. We should, we should go see it sometime. <laughs> I don't know when, but um, yeah. You too, Jameson, me, you, me, Brian, James, and Adam, whoever else wants to join, we gotta see John Wick for it. Was, it was the ride. I want to see that in theaters yeah. before it goes away. Yeah, like I feel like it's I have awesome. to. Was, you, you got it, especially for Donnie Yen. Oh man, Donnie Yen, Lance Riddick. Yeah. Yep, yep, so good, so good. Uh, yeah. Cool. What else? I'm trying to think what else happened. Gonna appear to me later. I mean, for those who watch, um, I mean, Succession came out two weeks ago. I'm caught up. Like this very heavy drama about talking, and these like essentially this person who like owns like would say like it's like a, a nod to like the owner of like whoever owns Disney and how they run business in a way. Oh, so it's like if you had so much money in the world and like how they act and their family acts and how they try to do stuff with money and now news and where the money goes, it's ooh, what a drama. Like so, do do they say, do they have just like a like disney equivalent to the show or are they actually like digging at disney a little bit a little bit here and there they even had like a theme park episode like in the one of the first episodes oh, wow. and um like there's like the cousin of one of the people is there he's like i'll hook you up with a job and he like throws up in the character <laughs> scene. That shit laugh. Um, but it's very very serious dark drama you know so um yeah good stuff it, it's good stuff um else happened oh uh we got the finale of bad batch um and we didn't oh talk yeah about yeah 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 i mean i'm sure we want to talk about it with marcello but um wow that uh that hurt i'm not gonna say anymore it hurt um it was good though it, um it, some nods to other uh um properties in star wars so yeah but, it, no i was gonna say like the animated stuff recently has just been knocking it out of the park you know because like I mean, of course, everybody knew that Clone Wars was going to do great, but, like, for being, like, the next, like, Dave Filoni, like, animated series, like, they've been, they've been killing it so far. Mm -hmm. And it just keep, 
I feel like they are, they're starting to find a sweet spot, at least for like their their shows, where, you know, you have you know the Mandalorian that's still running right now, and then you know Bad Batch just ended, but like they're finding like little niches within the universe that haven't been explored too much, and they're being able to expand on it in interesting ways. Now, of oh, course, yeah. of course, not everything is going to be to people's liking. There's going to be hit and misses, you know, every now and again. But for the most part, I feel like they've been kind of doing really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I was like enjoying season two, but I was like all in. Basically, there's this episode with a mech and I was like, what? Oh, yeah. The mech. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, it totally doesn't even like it just comes like it's like. Okay, we're doing this. We're going on a little adventure, you know. We'll probably get some meteor stuff later. And then just like, what? We just fucking go all of a sudden. <laughs> I'm just like, I am. That's it. I'm sold on the rest of the season. I don't care. That just satisfied me. Hell yeah. Um, I was just super surprised. Some of the choices they've made are are great and a, a little risky. But I mean, for me, good. Like I I've, I've been like jiving with it and just you know they're really building up one of the characters like. They painted him one way and now he's another or soon we'll see right but it's just it's like wow this is this is some great stuff yeah um, i yeah. it's really cool because I, I don't know if you've noticed this but they're really because when they announced all of the you know the disney plus like star wars shows mm-hmm. they hinted at you know er, like sooner or later everything is going to start converging onto like one big epic like conclusion or at least like a like a focal point and i i don't know about you but i i'm starting to kind of see like the pieces starting to fall into place a little bit especially with like the bad batch now i don't know if like they assume bad batch would be like a part of it i don't think they would but like i can see like like there'd be little things that are being hinted on in bad batch and then later we'd watch mandalorian and like they'd still pick up not necessarily on the same thing, but like the same topic. And it's like, huh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Starting to see yeah. similarities. We're getting those connections to the sequels. I love it. Like, this is only going to make the sequels stronger, just like Clone Wars did for the prequels, honestly. So mm-hmm. it's going to be good stuff. And if, I don't know if we're, we'll ever get it, but if we, you know, if Mando lives to the point of we see him flying into Exegol, I'm done. That's it. It was a masterpiece. <laughs> You can't. That's it. Like you gotta. He's there. You gotta find that N one flying around. Right, I'm just gonna look for that little gray N one somewhere. <laughs> um, yeah. Um. I don't know. Mando's been hype, and that last episode was really good too. Um. That, yeah, that it was, was. It was a nice cameo, and people were complaining about filler like that. I joked with with you and Marcelo. I was like, that was not a filler episode. You cannot. That no. was like, woo, that was like was, so much crap work. Like, I can't even. The Mandalorian's too short to have filler. Like, that's. I, f- I feel like we've talked about this before, but. Um, last week, yeah. I feel like people's definition of filler nowadays has changed a lot. Because, like, people consider filler to be anything that doesn't have the main character in the show. It's like. No, like there's still things that are moving the plot forward and there's things that are being expanded upon. It's like there's still stuff here. It doesn't mean it's filler. You're just seeing other people within the story, you know, fleshing out. It's like you got to have the other exposition or else it's just like, yeah, it'd be cool to see Mando and Grogu fucking do stuff all the time. But it's like if there's they just start seeing like all the big bads and like there's no, you know, crux to like why 
these situations are happening, you know, it's going to be a boring ass show after a while. Speaking of big beds, I'm a hard pivot here. Trailer for the Blue Beetle dropped. That's what I've been hyped for. That have you seen the trailer, Brian? I haven't. No. Oh well, it's hype. I gotta say, I know Marcelo and I. We were we were nerding over it. It's dope, and um, it just sucks. Like DC, like it's like I thought it was done with you. You drop Blue Beetle, and I'm in. Like fuck <laughs> you guys, man. I mean, it just it looks clean. It looks good. It looks like they took care of it. You no, know? and. You know, their their actors are keeping quiet too. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you know, there's only been one person excited about Shazam. It was like a kid I worked with. He's like, I saw Shazam, and that was it. You know, I haven't seen anyone else like that excited about it. So, it, it just it's it's the the unfortunate bungle of what is the DC EU. You know, yeah. you know they. <sighs> They wanted to try to catch up with, you know, Marvel. It was very obvious, oh, you know, when, oh, when Batman v Superman came out, it was very obvious that they were trying to, like, push this way beyond what it should have done in the first place. And then, of course, you know, the whole Zack Snyder thing, now it's kind of a bungled up mess. And then now, of course, uh, James Gunn is heading, you know, the DC uh, studio. And so now they're just wiping the whole slate clean you know as soon as you know the flash comes out and aquaman is that still happening aquaman 2 man 2 and with reshoots too i don't know if we said it last time people walked out wait three third reshoots uh, no no just from the last time okay i don't know if there's that's what that'd be it. wild that's that'd be like just throw it away it's too it's too late <laughs> You mean pull a back girl anyway um i'm just wondering if mm. blue beetle where it's places like are they going to connect it to the next thing or is it its own separate thing either way looks good looks fun i hope they just they treat it like the batman you know it's let it be cool and something and connect it if they need to you know yeah um, it looks fun I, there was one scene in the trailer where it, it looks like it does some like power ranger shit i was like oh i'm all do they have a super sentai in. moment it did. It oh, fucking did, man. Hell yeah. You gotta see it. <laughs> at a, at a time. Um, I'll watch it after I'll watch it after we're done here. That sounds sick as fuck. Yeah. I need to watch that with my wife and then I need to watch this new Spider-Verse trailer. I haven't seen that yet either. So, Bro, they've been just popping out. out trailers the past few days. Oh no. So gotta watch it. Oh, and Secret Invasion. Do you see the trailer for that? I did see the Secret Invasion trailer. That looks that interesting. Was- it's it actually funny. So I was watching it with my partner, right? <laughs> and um, I don't know if it's just because of how they, how Marvel's been marketing their shit recently, but like they thought <laughs> they thought it was a movie. <laughs> it's like no, this is a Disney Plus series. Yeah, yeah. But it it, it looks good. It looks, it looks like, like a very good spy thriller. Honestly. Yeah. Like. See, I don't know. This is just from the trailer, and you know, we still have a few months to go until we see it actually. Yeah, yeah. But like, it looks like it's gonna be a quality show, and we're gonna see scrolls and shit, and it's gonna be cool. I want to see so many backstabbies and betrayals. I, I, I want, I want to see that. Oh, we have to. Yeah, and Amelia Clark's in it. Welcome back. Yeah, that's cool. What's it's always awesome to, um, you know, acquiring more Game of Thrones actors. Well, that 
and like you know just uh being a being in the season of like summer movies like we're starting to get all of like the summer movie like trailers and i know i know sneaker invasion is not a movie but it's still it's like we're getting we're getting hyped up for like the prime movie season and just like content season yeah yeah i'm pretty sure it's gonna be a new guardians trailer soon they gotta hype that up even more dude we're like a month away yeah i'm sure it's gonna be a final trailer pretty soon if there isn't already um yeah i'm excited seeing that trailer in the big screen uh, Jameson, if you want to mute, go ahead. I, I don't know if you're, you're going to just mute really quick, but I'm just going to talk about a big spoiler in the trailer. Fucking seeing Adam Warlock was dope. And that was sick. I was like, we've been oh, waiting yeah. for that guy. That gold motherfucker. So I, I'm hyped. Been waiting for, for fucking how long? <laughs> Since 2018, 2017? Uh, since the second Guardians, yeah. But. As I hopefully James Gunn has enough time to craft him right, write him good, and we'll see him more later. You know, he's supposed to be like ridiculously strong. And I love when we have these ideas of what a character should be, and then they rein him in in a certain way, but they still retain it. Oh man, I, I'm just, just so great. I want to see, especially Guardians. Guardians, you know, this film that we, people didn't think was going to make it has been like a global success. So wild. So Guard- Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was in 2017. Fuck. Been waiting that long. <laughs> For the third movie, damn. damn. Uh, yeah, didn't 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 Adam Warlock like fight Thanos on his own? A couple times, yeah. So fought Thor on his own. He's been around. I I I don't know. I know a lot of people are burnt out by Marvel, but I'm just I'm just excited that we're getting to the weird shit. Like we're, oh, just, yeah. we're just getting into all like the goofy ass like Marvel properties, and I'm just here for the ride, dude. I'm I don't go to the movies that much, like especially like nowadays. So I just like to I just want to go and enjoy it. Man, uh... Anything else? else? Was it just WrestleMania for you all weekend? Was it just WrestleMania? Uh, kinda. You know, like this whole week has been, been like preparation for WrestleMania, so I can't, I can't put my finger on anything else like of of worth that I did. Um. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty, I'm pretty much tapped as far as like what I did <laughs> throughout the week. Um, there are some cool things that I want to bring to bring up. And I know one of them. Um, so this just uh, this actually just got announced today, but um, Xbox for earth day that's coming up in the in the week next week or two um has announced a new special edition uh xbox controller that is about one third uh recycled uh material and it's actually pretty sick so like like you can see here um for people that uh are watching um it's a you know it's an xbox uh series controller 
and it has a lot of different um, earth tones and whatnot. But what the cool thing that they said is that all the plastic on here was made from recycled um, like CDs, um, you know, other like containers and like uh, old Xbox One controllers that they've collected and recycled. And so like you have all these different like earthy colors, you got these greens and uh, uh, kind of brown colors and it comes with a retractable pack. But what's interesting is that um, the triggers and the backside has like this wood grain to it. I see that. That's pretty cool. Right? It looks pretty sick. And like the, the home button has like the green X on it. So you get like a good old like, classic like Xbox uh, logo look on the controller, which is nice. Uh, but yeah, I thought I, I just thought it was interesting. Like, you know, Xbox. Xbox has been trying to like figure out ways to like make their stuff like more like uh, consumer, you know, green friendly. And so, of course, I fucking pre-ordered one. <laughs> I thought I thought it was sick. Um, yeah, it was just like it was just like a neat little announcement um, from Xbox. Now, of course, you know, there's people always like. Poking fun, it's like, well, why is it? It's like, why don't they just have a built-in battery? It's like, hey, at least it comes with a rechargeable battery pack, you know. And it I was started actually, with a controller back in the day, didn't have one. Let me tell yeah. you, it's that. Hey, <laughs> we all, we all can't be dual sense controllers here, you know. We need we need we need to live our own lives. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was pretty neat, and it's a cool design, you know. Just the fact that it's like. You know, the thought of like it's made out of old Xbox controllers just has this like kind of like rad feeling to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a little cool Xbox thing. Um, oh, uh, another big thing that uh, got announced. Um, you're familiar with the PC brand Asus? Yes, I am. Um, so they officially announced, um, that they are getting into the handheld game oh, shit. with the Asus, uh, uh, ROG ally. It's this brand new, like state of the art, well, not state of the art, but it's, um, going to be like the, the steam deck competitor. Uh, let's see. Interesting. It kind of looks like a PSP. I mean, kinda. It has it has like the qualities of um, you know the what the Steam Deck kind of does. It's a little bit from the specs I was reading. It's a little bit more form fitting. It's like it's a little bit smaller. The screen is the same size. Um, apparently, it can go 1080p. Okay. Um, not so much on like the battery life and like how much it costs, but uh, it from what uh, the it's been reported, it can do you know Steam games, it can do um, you know Xbox uh, Game Pass. Because instead, unlike the Steam Deck, the Steam Deck runs on Steam OS, but this one just runs on Windows Eleven. So it's a it's pretty much a little handheld PC for gaming. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. 
Which is that gonna be? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> um, Literally a powerful PC in the palm of your hands. That shit's gonna be expensive. Like I, I assume it's gonna be like the same as like the Steam Deck. So it's like gonna be like roughly like low end. It's gonna be like in the three hundreds minimum. Like maybe like three fifty, three sixty. And then of course you could probably they'll probably have like another spec that has more storage and whatnot, which will run you higher. But yeah, Asus is getting into the handheld game. Um, there's been a few uh, other companies that have kind of done the like the handheld game mm-hmm. or try to, but like I feel like Steam is like the first one that actually like got it done right with the Steam Deck. Um, I haven't I haven't like held one myself, but I have seen people like use it. Like in in public, like last year at PAX West, there were some people waiting in line, you know, with their Steam decks out playing fucking Steam games. So if if Asus can, you know, build it right, make sure it lasts, you know, it works properly. I feel like that could probably be a really you know game buster because like who doesn't who who wouldn't want to have like a lot of you know, their PC games and have like competitors to come Spider-Man out on the go. Cause I think, I think what might be the advantage for Asus at this point, um, if it, if it works well and it runs well and it plays the games pretty good, the fact that you could just go into a Best Buy or you can go into a store that sells computers and just buy it mm-hmm. is going to be the deal breaker. Cause like, for Steam, it's like you you have to order from you know, like from Valve themselves. You have to wait for them to ship you one, and who knows how long it's gonna be. Like I assume it's faster now, but it's still like there's only one place you can get a Steam Deck from. With this, like you could probably go to any department store and like buy it. You know, as long as like it's a place that sells Asus products. You know, you can just go in there and get one. So I feel like that might give them the upper hand as long as the build quality is good and it plays well. Um, but yeah, I saw that and I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, a, a little competition never hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, Oh, there was there was this one. Um, I don't know if you've heard of this game called um, The King of the Castle. No, I haven't. So it's this like multiplayer game, right? Let me pull up and basically. Um, it's like a multiplayer, like kind of not so much of like a. Um, it's like a Twitch game, I would guess, because from what I've seen about it, it's like very advertised that it's like a game meant for like Twitch. Let me see. I like you can make choices and stuff. So, like, 
So basically, like the idea of it is that like the the Twitch like you can the Twitch streamer would be like the monarch, right? Yeah. And then the Twitch tag could be divided up into like three different factions, and then from there, like there will be a whole bunch of like missions that each factions will be given, and then of course they want to figure out a way to kind of like work to reach their goal. But then, of course, like, you know, the Twitch streamer is the monarch. And so, like, they're making laws and shit. And it looks really neat because then, like, the Twitch tech is to vote on certain things. And, of course, depending on, like, what each team has their goal, it's like laws that get passed, you know, will affect certain teams more than the other. And so it's like it's kind of like in a way you're kind of like pitting <laughs> your, your Twitch chat against you and each other. That's like Chef of Nottingham a little a little bit. That's what I was like thinking of, except uh, on like a grander scale. But yeah, I just like saw it and I was like, oh, this is weird because we've had games that had, you know, um, Twitch capabilities before. Right. Mm -hmm. But this is like the first game I've seen that actually like had Twitch in mind. Yeah. Like you could you could definitely play this game like on its own, like alone, and it, it work it still works. But like this seems like it's like the first actual like Twitch like stream game. And it looks pretty sick. And I, I looked it up, it's only like six bucks. It's really oh, it's cheap, cheap. Right? It's really yeah. But yeah, I saw that and I was like, oh, that's kind of sick. You know, because there's a lot of games that um have different capabilities like you know um like cult of the lamb had like twitch capabilities where it's like your your twitch uh chat gets to be like your followers when you get one you can name them and stuff like that or um what was that old ubisoft battle royale game um hyper Honor? hyperscape uh hyperscape had which is really fortunate that Hyperscape didn't last that long because they had a really cool integration where it was like your Twitch chat could pick the modifiers that are going to cycle in and out every every round or every like round during like a, a game. Interesting. And so like the Twitch chat was actually like influencing the situation that you're coming into for each round of like the the wall shrinking in in a in a match. It's like, oh, that's cool. So, oh shit, I forgot about Hyperscape. I just looked it up. Sorry. That's okay. Ubisoft did too. Wow. <laughs> Ubisoft did too. Remember the premise was really cool. God damn. Yeah. But yeah, it was like you you got like your modifiers and of course it was like the battle royale game. And then all the different weapons that you're able to upgrade throughout the match and shit. Yeah, yeah. It was really sad, you know. A lot, a lot of interesting concepts for Battle Royale games like, came and went like the past few years. Yeah. But yeah, uh, uh, King of the Castle looks really fucking cool. Um, hopefully, maybe one day we could try it out. That would be really fun. Well, hell yeah. Try it out with... I think to do on stream. Try it out with the, the Twitch chat. You know, yeah, see yeah. How, long, <laughs> how long we can last to get pitted against each other. Mm -hmm. Um... Speaking of things forgotten, 
Oh, no. Um, we talked about this last week. Um, but unfortunately, we oh, missed yeah. we missed the the announcement just a few days prior. Um, but yeah, pour one out for E3 because uh, <laughs> that shit is canceled. It is no longer happening this year because everybody pulled out. We talked about it on the podcast last time, but it's like Sony pulled out, Ubisoft pulled out. Um, I, Xbox didn't said they weren't going to be there. Nintendo wasn't going to be there. Sega and Tencent were going to be there. You know, all the big companies were backing out. And so last Friday, you know, Reef Pop said, all right, E3 is canceled, guys. It's not happening. So, yeah, this <laughs> it looks really bad, dude. Like, some things were meant to last, I guess. I mean, we mentioned it before, but like E3 has been around for so long mm -hmm. and the industry has changed or shit. Just the way we get information has changed mm -hmm. since E3's inception. And so it's just like what happens to uh, the old standard when, you know, it starts becoming obsolete and it doesn't evolve with the times you know like honestly it was surprising that e3 didn't die out like back in 2019 you know Man. when it wasn't even necessary back then um mm -hmm. yeah like it's kind of sad because we grew, it's something a lot of us grew up with. Like anybody yeah. that's played video games, like looked forward to E3 every year, and like you got to see the press conferences that happened adjacent from E3, and then of course all the news coverage that was going on throughout the weekend and the, throughout the week. And you know, of course, you know, it's not like as big a surprise because you see. You saw E3 slowly dying. Mm -hmm. And it's like they they had to do something with it and it wasn't happening and it wasn't happening and it wasn't happening. And, you know, like shit, even even back then, Sony backed out well in advance, like before pandemic and shit like that happened. Mm -hmm. And now we're at the point where, you know, all the companies do their own press press conferences. They do live stream events. You know, Jeff Keighley has Summer Game Fest, which mm -hmm. has been doing really well um, and it's still happening this year. I don't know, man. Like, what do you like? What do you think? Like, what do you think? You know, seeing an old Honestly, institution go away. Like you said, like games have just been announced or students have been just announcing it. I'm just like, OK, you know, like. I don't know. I feel like ever since I went to PAX, like I don't know. <laughs> I, I... <laughs> yeah, that that's also a good point. It's like we have PAX now, which is like just like a consumer E three that happens year round in different locations. But when's the last time we were like excited for E three? When, when when we like under our old name, like for an old like watch through like watch along, and we did it like once. I. I'm, I'm really yeah. trying to remember once like 2017 like like me 
probably the last time that E3 was done live. <laughs> you know? Because, like, they did do that one, like, digital event, like, two years ago. You know, and it, I think it, it, it got canceled last year. So this is the second time. And... You know, there's no confirmation whether they want to try to do it again next year. And I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, they just decide to have it fade away. Yeah, it's <laughs> maybe it's time to let go. You know, like it's unfortunate. You know, it's fortunate that the the company that was running it before Repop bought it, you know, was a fucking shit company that, you know, wasn't doing what was right for you know the business maybe it should die. maybe it should maybe it die. Should. i don't know it's it's just strange you know to see something that's been around for so long you know not survive and be in the state that it's in but then also at the same time it's like we don't need it yeah. and it's one of those it's just one of those weird mixed feelings Ugh. Mm-hmm. Uh May May E three rest in peace. You know. While it while it takes its 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 rest, we will, you know, enjoy Summer Game Fest and all the other fucking press conferences that will happen throughout the year. Cause like we don't like companies don't have to wait. Like that's the thing now. Like the past few years, companies have been just doing stuff in their own time. So it's like, I feel like we've just been getting like gaming news year round instead of just in the summertime. Yep. So it's like, that's like the one good thing about the situation where it's, we're, we're getting to have more cool events throughout the year instead of like just waiting for a one big summer chunk and then that's it. Yep. Uh, I don't know. That's that's just something I wanted to bring up because uh, we couldn't talk about it last time. I just wanted to, you know. Yeah, we were literally like predicting, and I like, I like how you're like, <laughs> I gotta put a recording in front of this. So E3 just got canceled. It's like, it's I like, know, hey, yo, I we, saw what the fuck. Could've we waited. Did, we didn't miss oh, this information. It just happened before we could fucking talk about it. Yeah. Or it happened right. after we talked about E3. Right. Don't God blame us. Don't blame us. Right. Uh yeah. yeah man yeah um oh, was there was there any uh other news that uh came by your way survivors on the way man that's on my mind jedi survivor Bro, dude. yeah hype let's let's talk about that for a second um so so they just has this beard <laughs> bruh dude so I guess EA had their little like presser event where they got a bunch of like people from the industry to go play the game, um, which I'm super fucking jealous of because that looks that looks fun as fuck. Um, and so we've been getting news about it. Um, yeah, it's kind of weird that we're going from a game that had barely any customization to now it's like it's like you want to change fucking Cal's fucking f- f- hair and give him some fucking facial hair go right ahead oh yeah um but yeah um uh tell me like what what do you think about the stuff that's been coming out i 
just think it was cool to see those battle droids, bounty hunters, and that he's stronger. Like, yeah. we don't start off like, like he's just going to get stronger and stronger, as it should be, right? Like, he's a, he's mm-hmm. a Jedi Knight now. And yeah. I just hope that every game does, like, we got to reset him a little, like, it's progressively, or it's not like, I put it like you're not training wheels for like twenty percent of it as usual. I hope it's like two or five percent, and boom. And if anything, you know, tougher enemies using new abilities, sure. But like the whole, you know, I, I played, you know, a lot of Star Wars games. They always have that problem. They got to bring you back down. Like I get it, but it's just like, come on, let's get through this tutorial. Let's go. I have to relearn these basic powers again. <laughs> like, come on, let's let's go <laughs> kick some ass. So. I'm glad that they said that. Like, you're a knight. You got powers already. Let's just, you're going to get stronger. So, I, that's what's got me most stoked. So, well. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, I saw that video of um, the, the cows hanging off of like a, a ledge and a battle droid like came over to the ledge and started like having dialogue and shit. And it's like all the classic like battle droid stuff, like, just like, talking to itself and stuff like that. <laughs> and then, uh, Cal comes up and fucking knocks him out and he actually has a, like Cal does like a response to what the joy was saying. He's like, oh, that's fucking sick. So hopefully we get some cool, more like, uh, you know, character interactions with like the, the enemy units and, st- and uh, other things like that. Like just like in mid combat. What's um, um, his friend's name? The night sister. She looked like she got some drip oh, going on. I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. Marin's fucking sick. Yeah. Yeah, man. It looks, like everybody, yeah. it looks like everybody's getting an update. Um, Seer's getting an update. Oh, yeah. Grease is getting an update. Mm-hmm. Jim Combat looking a little too in the trailer. I was like, oh, man. I mean, cinematic. Yeah. If we actually got to fly the ship and fight, oh, well, dope. I don't expect that. But. Yeah, you never know. They might try to just one up you. But yeah, I. I agree. I'm glad that they're not doing like the whole Metroid thing. It's like, oh, you know, Cal lost his power somehow. You have to get him back. It's like, no, it's like, no, you're going to get better. It's like, we're, you're, you're getting an upgrade, boy. It's like, um, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued to see what happens. Uh, you know, we're, you know, about a month away. It's coming. It's coming up close. Uh, Breath of the Wild too. Yeah, Tears of the Kingdom. We saw that last week. That was fucking wild too. So good. But yeah, dude. Like, just it's gonna be so hard because I want to play both games, and I oh, know yeah. I'm gonna want to try, and it's not gonna work. Uh, mm-hmm. But there's too many good games coming out, dude. Mm-hmm. Too many. Too many games. All right. Um, uh, two yeah. more things. Two more things. Okay, shoot. Go ahead. Go for it. This weekend, speaking of Survivor, I was talking to my our buddy Justice. You know, he's been on the podcast before. Um, we did the Invincible episode. If you haven't listened to that, go listen to it. Um, he, I was like, are you going to check out Survivor? He's like, no, I want some Force Unleashed shit. So he's all about Dark Souls already. He's like, why do I need another Souls game, right? And that's the reason why he hasn't gotten Elden Ring because he's already into Dark Souls Three so much. It's just funny. He's like. I know I'll it'll okay. be I'll be dreaming and waking up thinking about Elden Ring. Like that's what I do with Destiny, right? I'm thinking about builds, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> into the wee hours. He's like, and you know, I've thought about Destiny here and there, but um, me, Justice, and Jameson, Triple J, of course. Uh, we finished back for Blood Story finally. Thanks, Jameson, for 
join him. As oh, well. really? Um, yeah, and it was cool. The The final boss was way better than that first final boss. You remember that? Mm-hmm. It was like a lot of setup to take it, this boss in like a quick time. But I think they learned like how to do this boss battle. And it just sucks because like now they're done. It's like that was, you know, not a hard boss fight, but it was like manageable, better and hmm. a little more fun. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was it was cool to finish that story finally. Oh, they're not doing any more content. I don't know if I'm going to go back. But I mean, obviously, people want to play. I'll play with them, but it's, not, it's just tough. You know? It's like, oh, so did, done. Hopefully, the next thing. Did they add anything else besides the story? Um, like you know, the- characters, skins. Um, uh, I think they added a harder difficulty with the second DLC. There's like a oh, brutal wow. mode or something like that. There's something even harder than the hardest difficulty. Okay, have. shit. <laughs> no, no survivor, something, no survival, something like that. Something like that. I forgot. Yeah. Um, Man. So it was a fun ride. I know it was rocky, like a lot of games, rocky, but came out on top. But done. Um, so that was fun. I wanted to say that real quick. Um, I know you asked Jameson, this kind of cycles us back to our first conversation. Um, he asked, what do we think about? Harry Potter's reboot coming, and um, oh, similar to you, Brian. That's right. Uh, there's already someone involved, a foreign presence. No, I shouldn't say foreign. A very familiar presence is going to be very ingrained. You know, this person is very outspoken about a certain group of people. It's like, oh, come on. And the worst part is the creator doubles down on their bullshit. It's like, and you know, you could tell. I'm not saying she's. No, she didn't make things we didn't like at the time. It's like the new movies. It's like you can kind of tell, like this. You know, no one's saying don't do these certain things in the new movies, right? I'm just saying it doesn't flow as well as the other ones. Um, I mean, I did enjoy the first one a little bit, but anyway, it, it's just like they're thinking about rebooting it. I think it's the success of The Last of Us, right? They want it to it's like movies <laughs> a season. Um, okay. Right? That's what I'm saying. I'm um, saying because Last of Us did well with their format. They're, they're like, oh, maybe we could do it. So one of these things are not like one, the other. <laughs> I know. I, I'm I'm saying that. I'm making that connection. I don't know if that's what they did, but season one would be year one. Season two would be year two. Sure, they can expand, Why? maybe go a little more. I mean, I feel like it's already like too soon. You haven't even let like still got this again another like warner brothers involvement is people not shutting the fuck up you know if they want their thing to already take off the ground right some people are tanking their properties you know the day it comes out um why so i don't know why also like that's, that's I just... no here's here's why would you just make a tv series about the movies that people already really like, you know. But also, out of all the things that have been going on recently, why would you announce that she's still involved? Uh. Not saying she's 100% involved based on what I've read so far, but she's still involved. She's still going to get a fucking fat check, that's for sure. No, 
unless so, like they so make you know harry potter trans you know right off the bat and it's super diverse and you know they're not you know they're not gonna have all the poc with weird fucking names you know like mm, that's a little questionable jk rowling um you know um i'm i don't know i'm not nice <laughs> i'm, I'm no, don't worry so so um <laughs> 21 Jump Street, and I turned my life around. Don't worry. God damn it, that too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, is Harry Potter like, hey, same... it's my Irish friend, Lucky McLeprechaun. Like, okay, they didn't even try to fucking hide it this time. But you know what I mean? But, yeah, Don't maybe worry, he's just an elf. Maybe she'll watch, she'll watch Dallas Buyers Club or something, and it'll fucking change her mind. I don't know. Maybe she'll watch Black Panther, and she'll accept you know people of color. I don't know. Fuck. But, <laughs> shit, man. <laughs> Thank you for asking that question, Jameson, but I was mad because J.K. Rowling's a piece of shit. Oh, no. I can't dissociate. So, oh, no. Like, great question. She, it's not even like she's like, she just doubles down and Warner Brothers is like still cutting that check, no problem, you know? Especially with the game, you know? More power to if you play it, but I'm just like, ugh. Ugh. Not that, you know, Disney isn't problematic and Marvel, you know, getting like funding from weird places for their properties too it's it's all fucked, but i want to i don't know i'm lost man i'm lost i'm glad that we both were able to have our rant moment for this episode <laughs> that was my rant moment and I, God damn it, it's, it's just like it's like vince and jk rowling are like <laughs> what are you thinking you want to do the same you want to ruin what we have yeah come on jk come on <laughs> walk up that ramp with me come on you know? <laughs> Fuck! Get out of your property, Vince. What's Just my your- character gonna be? You're gonna be a wizard. You're gonna do magic in the ring. You're gonna Harry Potter. Vince, that's already a property. It ain't my property. Are they gonna still make goblins and shit like clear nods? Oh, to, like, you people know, if, it's and if, fucking the season two, hey, it's involved. a goblin and it's like fucking like, like oh no, <laughs> like, oh, starts fucking, I don't know why I did a dick like that, but I don't know, dancing like fucking oh, Pennywise, <laughs> just in the yeah, middle of the screen. And they're called Cho Chang China Chang. It's like oh my god, they don't oh, even no. fucking care anymore. Like come on. Well, what a what a lovely what a lovely uh. No, it's funny because I'm gonna keep going. My wife, we went to Universal Studios to get the wands right back when we were, you know, didn't know, right? Back in the before times. It's like, like, oh, she's she's literally said the other day, "Do we still want these?" I'm like, fuck. It's like, yeah, I think. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they were cool at the time. We got them in a time of innocence, right? I mean, I don't know. It could be a good, like, if I want to poke something, I guess. Or if I want to, you know, want to touch something. I'm not going to be like, I remember Sirius Black, who, you know, isn't very black at all. But, you know, it's like, <laughs> come on, man. It, it sucks when stuff like that, you know, it just kind of ruins it. At least for me. That's okay. You know, Sirius Black will just be a furry and then everything's solved, right? And chicken rolling will blow a gasket probably, but I don't know. Like I don't want to yuck people's yums either. Like if you like it and you can acknowledge it's bad, perfect. Good on you, right? I mean, 
It just sucks. It really sucks. You know, it's just out of all the things <laughs> that you would announce, we're like literally like maybe a month removed from Hogwarts Legacy. And like now they're announcing that they're going to make a fucking HBO show. Dude, it made so much fucking money. It, they're. I mean, it's a popular property. Still. For power to you, but. Well, if you have more questions about billionaires that make bad decisions, Joel, where could they send those questions? United with Nerdcats at gmail.com. Fucking at me. <laughs> And that one. JK really didn't know. She fucking knew, bro. <laughs> and badly. Oh, God no. Damn. Oh, no. Harry Potter's just a fucking biography at this time. He wrote it. I don't know if I ever read it again. But I might be like, I don't know. You got nerdy questions. Talk to me about bad. Oh, sorry. Not just me. Us. A bad batch. Mando. Things we like that probably aren't. I mean, in trouble yet until you know Dean Bradley Baker embezzles billions of dollars from the child fund or something. Oh no. <laughs> anyway. Not Dean Bradley Baker. He's cool. He's a cool guy. Cool. All right. And we <laughs> All right. If they want more of your hot takes, where can they find you, Joel? <laughs> Here, I do my hot takes here. <laughs> They're too hot sometimes. I'm like, man, I'm gonna get us in trouble. <laughs> you're like, you're like, let's be friendly. I'm like, man, fuck that bitch. She's fucking <laughs> shit. Anyway, Mad Mac Monster Mine on Spotify and SoundCloud and uh, TikTok. We're on TikTok, by the way. United We Nerd is on TikTok. That's right. Know. And Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. So go check us out there. But yeah, Mad Mac Monster Mine on uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, TikTok. Got a new EP come out recently. Oh, um, hey, go check that uh, out. It came, it came out in December. Um, haven't been publicizing it very well. But new stuff is on the way. And uh, shout out to Brazil, India, New Zealand for listening to some old songs. Love you. Thank you. All right, Brian, where can they find you and your very positive takes except on Mr. McMahon? Well, I mean, a little hard to find there, but you can uh, find me on Twitter, Instagram at Brian underscore Saber, um, as well. Also on TikTok, uh, Brian Saber as well. Um, and of course, right here on the United We Nerd podcast. So, yeah, uh, thank you all for hanging out with us tonight. I know. Um, the news was a little light tonight, but we had some good things to talk about. A few bookends weren't bookends. The bookends weren't. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, we always enjoy uh, having some nerdy conversations with y'all. And of course, uh, we will be back next time. But until then, keep on nerding. We're gonna push Harry Potter the SummerSlam.
just the one where he says the racist stuff, Vince? Yeah, it'll be me dressed as a wizard on the ring. Did you know that Vince McMahon said the N-word on live TV in the early 2000s? I know, I know. Wasn't even, and then Booker T just looks at him like, what the fuck? I'm just like, what the fuck? Billionaires. Oh 